Have you ever wondered what it takes to build a successful business in the Australian property industry? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Business and Property Development, a monthly podcast in which industry leaders share their insights and experience with host Harry Karadimus. Hello and welcome to Business and Property Development. This month, I'm delighted to share with you my conversation with Anthony Fiorenza co-founder and managing director of Impero Constructions. Together with Jonathan, his co-founder, the duo have built Impero from humble beginnings into an award-winning construction company. The calibre of their projects is simply stunning and are a go-to team for property developers undertaking high and ultra-high-end residential and commercial projects. I'll let the conversation speak for itself but suffice to say, Anthony is a truly engaging storyteller. He's incredibly genuine, energetic, but also remarkably humble given what Empero has achieved to date. There are some great memories brought to the fore here, some great lessons to take away, and we certainly had a blast recording it. So, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Anthony Fiorenza. Anthony, thank you for being with me today and for sharing your insights and experiences. Thank you, Harry, and thank you for your patience. I know you've, you've waited a while, but no, we're here now. We're here now and we're doing it. That's it. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, so to get the ball rolling, I'd like to ask a couple of brief questions just so that our audience can get an understanding of who you are and, and what you do. So if you can tell me, where were you born and where did you grow up? Born in Sydney, Australia, in a little uh, Italian village called Chatswood. (laughs) (laughs) Italian. That's it. It's changed. changed dramatically, but born and raised in Sydney. Grew up in Chatswood. Family migrated over back in the the 60s, a lot, uh, along with a lot of other Italians and other migrants from a lot of other countries. Yeah, similar to my folks, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, They all came over from Greece, so we're sort of second second and third gen. Second, yeah, yeah, I'm first generation. Yeah. Aussie. My parents came over, I don't know, 13, 14. I'm sure you know the story. Similar, yeah. Yeah. Dad came over when he was six and mum was born here, but she grew up in Albury. Where did you go to school? Schooling was in Chatswood, um, a lady of dollars, and then went on to the high school at St. Pius, Chatswood. Now tell me, what did you study post-schooling? I studied a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to get into construction straight away? I didn't, no. Um, Construction was nothing that I ever expected to fall into. I started off after school, I didn't really do any study. Once I did my HSC, bought a pizza shop. Uh, we, or my dad and, and the family's business is restaurants. So we grew up in an Italian restaurant. I worked in a particular restaurant in Willoughby for many years prior to finishing school and the opportunity came up once I finished school. So I had my first crack at business at 18 years old. And then how did that progress through? Look, the life of restauranteur is extremely difficult and especially growing up, going through my teenage Mm. years, wanting to going out and and exploring the world. It was challenging and rewarding at the same time because I had the days off. I worked at night. After work, I'd go out. Repeat. Perfect timing. Repeat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So when did you decide to get out of hospitality and, and have a crack at construction? How did that sort of unfold? Well, I did that for six years successfully. I had a business partner back then, another business partner. We both worked there prior to purchasing it. And then I started the study. I worked at Vodafone for many years in sales. 
And then I got to that point in life where I did a lot of things and I just yeah. said, what am I going to do? My brother was in construction. He was working for a, a company in Edgecliffe and an opportunity came up and I thought I'd just take it, see what happens. It was just one of those things where... The, uh, well, I think I explored every other option and, yeah. and I just didn't didn't really click with anything. I tried the trades, I tried the sales, I, uh, I went to TAFE many times and tried different studies and I just didn't really click. So where, what was that? What was that company that you ended up at? That was SX Projects, oh, Southern SX. Cross Construction. Oh, very good. Okay. Yep. That yep. was my first little real construction job where I was there for nine years. Started off on site, which I was completely hopeless at. Can't do anything with my hands. Absolutely <laughs> hopeless. <laughs> Businessman through and through. Right? That's <laughs> it. So my boss quickly learned that I was no good on site and pulled me into the office. Gave me an opportunity. I started off as a safety manager, to be honest with you. So I looked after the OHS systems. I put them all together. I implemented them. We didn't have anything back then. This was back 2009. No, no, actually 2004. Then from there, I was, I wanted to make my way into administration. And that's when I was placed under the, under the wing of my, my, now, my now business partner, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Okay. There you go. Oh, very good. Yeah. So it started all back then in, at, at SX Projects. I was his cadet. He was my CA. We worked extremely well together. I respected him. I looked up to him. He was my mentor and we just worked through the ranks. Then he moved up to PM. I moved up to CA for many years under him, learned everything. And then I jumped up to uh, PM, went through the ranks that way. Okay. So you guys were both, you were a bit of a team. We've been a team for, you know, 20 plus years. Tell me, was, I believe, SX Projects is not... A, no not, longer around, no longer, no longer around. around. Unfortunately, they, yeah. they came to a demise of five or six years. Oh, but um, that was before before you decided to... Oh, that was many, yeah, many, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, that was many years before. So tell me then, was there a defining moment that maybe you both decided that it was time to throw in the towel or was there a spark that was lit that you thought, you know, we should be doing this for ourselves? One Saturday, we sat in the Edgecliff office and we just thought, you know what, let's just start a, start a name, let's start a company, let's, let's just take that, that first leap. That was 2009. We racked our brains to come up with a, a name and yep. it's not easy coming up with a name of a company back and forth back and forth we sat there for probably six seven hours we then both decided we wanted to one day build an empire so we thought oh empire constructions and i thought I don't know, we looked on ASIC but oh empire constructions already taken of course taken. anything to do with it an empire or anything to do with that uh, you know that are uh, along those lines me being Italian and, and Jonathan being Chinese, we thought, uh, Jonathan said, well, how do you say it in Italian? I said, impero. Bang. Done. That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> so we registered impero. We obviously didn't do anything for a couple of years. That was the GFC time. Probably not a good time to start a business then. Jonathan saw SX projects to the end. I departed a couple of years before where I went and tried to work for a developer builder there for a couple of years and started the uh, construction arm as a construction manager. I got to the point where I just said, no, I don't want to do this anymore with someone else. I rang Jonathan. I said, mate, it's time. We, uh, an opportunity came up with our very first client and we went to his house. We had a Chinese tea with him. He asked us to build this mega mansion on a uh, on a block with a slant of uh, you know of ninety degrees. It oh, just came to, and, I said, and he said, "Oh well, you know, I want to build this myself." And we said, "Respectfully, sir, it's probably a little bit difficult for you." Yeah. It was on a waterfront, tight access. It had every every challenge under the sun. So we um, we assisted him. We said, "You know, we'll help you out with the foreman. We'll help you out with that." And he actually loved. The honesty, he loved the transparency. He he um, he gave us an opportunity. He said, "Look, you know, you you seem pretty honest, good guys. Why don't you 
price it up for me. So we priced it up. We just, uh, we priced up the structure. He, he didn't have the design developed. Then he said, go ahead. Wow, uh, we okay. want you to start. The hardest, like, sloping site, first project. It was one house. of the most difficult and challenging sites where we had a narrow uh, frontage water we had you know the marine life to take care of there was a drop edge pool right on the water and yeah it had every obstacle whereabouts are there around uh, this was longerville longerville Longerville. we started in longerville that was our first that was our first real opportunity and then halfway through the project he he absolutely loved the way we did things we sort of brought all the systems and procedures from where we came from at sx projects we ran the business from day one as a tier two company. And then um, he rang us from China and just said, listen, guys, I really love the way you guys are working. I love your honesty. I love how you, you do your business. Do the rest on, on cost plus. Oh, so, wow. okay. you know, it, it really paid off. Yeah, and we finished that project and we still got it. We still got our first client. Ooh, no, that's um, incredible. Yeah. Cost plus you can only do on trust. Exactly right. You and can only do and, that. On and trust. that's a big thing, a yeah. massive thing. That client was our very first. To tell you a little bit of the story, he, two years ago, he rocks up. We haven't heard from him for, for a while. We speak to him on WeChat and he gives Jonathan a call. He says, oh, can you meet me at a certain address in Mossman? I said, what is he doing? He rocks up and he bought this mega man, another mega mansion <laughs> on the water overlooking the whole of Mossman and just said, here are the keys. I want it all done. It's really special yeah, you know, definitely. that someone can... Well, not only one, but, you know, a lot of our clients have got mm. that, that real trust and, and that relationship. Yeah. So tell me, you you brought over systems from SX Projects, but that's kind of like the groundwork, you know, your everyday, how you administer the business. But in terms of the overarching experience <laughs> for how to run a business, yeah. what did you know when you first began? Look, thankful for, for myself, um, coming from a, a really strong Italian culture of hard work, my dad really pushed me back in the day when I was younger to, to get involved in the family business. I've always had that business, that business sense, thankful to my dad. At eight years old, nine years old, I would be left at the pizza shop. He would, you know, he'd be at the back, I'd be at the front, I'd be making pizzas, I'd be taking them out of the oven, I'd be answering phones, I'd be doing the cash register all on my own. He instilled those qualities from a very early age, which I think as life progressed, built and built and built on those. Construction, how to build, Jonathan and I knew everything from A to Z. Obviously, we still learn things, but in terms of the business, I mean, in terms of the building part, that was second nature. The business part of of what we do, we, we never had exposure to. That was difficult. No one really understands or no one really knows what goes on behind the scenes. So what were some of the bigger challenges that you'd faced at the beginning? We made a decision early on when Jonathan and I formed Impero that we would start Impero as a fresh entity. We wouldn't bring any of our past projects where we worked on with old employees. We wouldn't use any images. We wouldn't use that as our backbone. So we wanted to start it fresh, which we did. That was really challenging. Who was Impero? Who are you? I mean, extremely hard to to get clients. It was extremely hard to, to win work. All we needed was that first crack, uh, and we got that. We delivered it, and during that process, we picked up other jobs. People came to the site, and they just, even locally, we people would come and say, well, come over to the house. Can you help us with this, or you can help us with that? We started building a um, portfolio. What were the really unglamorous things that you had to do at the, to, to get started? You know, like you said, it's, it's hard to get work at the start. You know, the first one is, is always challenging, and keeping it going after you've exhausted the initial contact. 
putting everything on the line was probably the hardest part. You had to, as a fresh, as a new business, especially with homeowners warranties and getting insurances and, and the likes, is you've got to put everything on the line. So everything that you've worked hard for prior to starting your own business, if you had a house or you've got cars or whatever, if you've got equity in, in your houses, that's all on the line. You're new, we don't know you, you haven't got a, uh, a track record as Impera. Yeah, you might have multiple jobs that you've delivered under another entity, but you know, you guys are fresh. So we've had to put a lot on, on, on the line. I'd imagine um, starting with such a, a large project and having to get homeowners for something like that. I mean, <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> it's a bit of a sweat. Isn't it, it was difficult. It yeah. took a lot of time. And I think we were pretty lucky, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think the first project was $1.3 million. And for that, as a very first project, they took everything other than our blood type and our blood. <laughs> so, but they knew where to find you. Exactly <laughs> right. Jeez. So in terms of your personal lives, was it all just business at that point in time? No, it, would... definitely not. Jonathan was already married. He had two kids already. I had just got married, pregnant wife, mortgage, uh, <laughs> new business, new office, paying rent paying mortgages it all just came at once, came at once yeah. everything and it was like a big smack in the face we just made it work we did whatever we had to do to make it work i mean i'd imagine there'd be some sleepless nights and many sort of stuff like that yeah many yeah. sleepless nights uh, where we're we going to find the next where we're going to find the money to pay this where we're we going to find the money to pay that but <laughs> it, it all worked out we then just sit at a desk and wait for the phone to ring in our little office in crown street where we started there was many moments where Jonathan and I did come to work in the morning and looked at each other and said, well, what do we do now? <laughs> oh, um, so that's the beginning of a business. That yeah? was the yeah. beginning of the business. Uh, like We had an office. We both decided that if we wanted to start at something professional, we wouldn't work from home. We wouldn't work from home office. We would start it professionally and we would grow it professionally as much as we could possibly do. So yeah, you definitely made the decision. It's 100% serious, out of home, like set it up. But regardless of how you feel, you come into work and there's not enough to fill a day. You're still there and you just have to grind it out. Yeah. You had to do what you had to do. We worked day, we worked nights. We would do little jobs, we would do big jobs. It didn't matter. We had to start at the bottom from doing a defit or doing a little, little fit out job or mm. doing someone's back yard whatever it was it didn't matter jonathan would be in the office and i would actually be out on site we divided and conquered so with the with the, that larger project that you started with was that before you were doing all these other smaller jobs or no they would have been at the same time same time yeah okay. yeah, yeah so at that point we decided that we had to put on a foreman we had to put on the proper staff and we did we employed them we set it up properly with the bright structures jonathan played pm uh, we had a foreman i was more on, on site running around to the different sites making sure that things were getting done and then we just evolved from there you can't run a construction company off one project definitely though, can not you? that's definitely the not. i think that's the definitely not that's the the tricky bit isn't it it yeah. is things just fell into place there's no formula there's no secret there's no anything it's just hard work dedication if you if you get complacent it's not going to happen tell me so after a few years of, of doing this was there a particular project or, or client that came along or an instance where things kind of started tipping over into something where you were both thinking this is actually starting to become a bit more serious <laughs> yeah there was it was a um, very strange story to be honest with you I was at a one-year-old's birthday with a group of old mates that we hadn't seen for many years. 
And there was a particular friend that I hadn't seen for many years that we uh, grew up together through the pizza shop in Willoughby and, you know, we used to go out and he worked for Goodman's and he had a pretty high role there and the um, the lending part. We got talking and started talking about Impero and, you know, we started a construction company. Never never thought of even we would ever work for Goodman's. I mean, you know, they're a multi, multi-billion dollar company. So I walked out with my wife and the um, and our one-year-old and I got in the car and I just said to my wife, I said, I'll I've got to get out. I've got to run back and give this guy my card. I don't know why. I just got to give him my business card. I gave him my card. A couple of weeks later, I got a phone call. And he said, look, there is an opportunity that's come up. And this was when there was a boom in the industry. Their go-to was the tailors, FDCs, the big boys. There was obviously an opportunity where they were all too busy and little shine of, of opportunity. A chink of light. Um, he put me on to the, uh, the construction guys. They gave us an opportunity to tender a project in Macquarie Park, 110 key uh, Quest Apartments. So they sent over the plan. They said, look, you've got, you've got a week to get back to me on a price. If your price fits in where you know, our budget is, we'll take you to the next level. Jonathan and I and Kristen, I'm not sure that Kristen's one of our other uh, senior, senior guys, we sat in the little office in Crown Street and we physically measured everything. <laughs> For paper three, and rules. four days of paper and ruler. Oh, wow. Paper and ruler. No blue beam in those uh, days. No <laughs> blue beam back then. We physically measured everything. We sent out whatever we could to, to yeah. some of our guys, you know, our subbies, and we put a price together in less than a week. And that price was the right price. And we were extremely, uh, extremely scared when they told us we were somewhere in the, in the ballpark. What did we miss? What did we forgotten? It was nerve wracking. But that was that opportunity. They looked at our um, experience. They looked at what we've delivered together, what we owned, <laughs> where we've been. They put us through the grind. We came out the other end. We secured the project. I think that was the, the turning point for Impera. It put us on the radar. We successfully delivered that project two months ahead of schedule, over the moon with, with Goodman's. And from there, it was just <laughs> onwards and upwards. This is the end of the first part of the episode. I'm sure you'll agree Anthony's journey so far is simply captivating. Coming up will be the second part of the episode where we discuss the evolution of Impero from a young construction company into the outfit it is today. We discuss Anthony's insights into workplace culture, teamwork, business partners, leadership, and of course, family. See you soon.